Welcome back, you nerds. Thanks to Arlex for hooking us up with all this cool foamy stuff, helping us uh, separate the mics and everything. This week, we talk about all kinds of crazy stuff like Venom 2. We talk about Trapper Keepers. We did Bob Iger stepping down from the Disney CEO. Uh, Star Wars, Clone Wars. Uh, we also talk about Star Wars High Republic. is 200 years before The Phantom Menace. Also, uh, Batman Ninja anime getting a stage show. Pariah Ferguson becomes... A regular on Stranger Things 4, Lock and Key. Josh gave a little rundown. Also, uh, Snake Eyes Wrapped Production and Gremlins Secret of the Mugwai. Wow, that was a lot. All right, coming at you right now. Today, we have our first sponsor. Uh, thanks to Oralex for sending <laughs> us the beautiful Mudguard V2. V2. And um, I wish I had a prepared ad read, but I don't. So it's actually called the Mudguard? Yep. Yeah. Mudguard V2. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it says the Mudguard V2 is a flexible and cost effective method to control unwanted acoustic reflections when recording vocal tracks in undertreated rooms, like a corner of a kitchen. Uh, yeah. This user guide describes. Oh, that's the user guide. Hi. Thanks, Oralex. <laughs> uh, but seriously, we. Uh, if you can't, oh. you can't see them, um, obviously on the podcast, but they're just, they're basically like filters, like things that go in front of your face so that, you know, I'm not getting rod, Rod's vi mic in my, or voice in my mic. Yeah. It gives us a little bit of separation. Mm -hmm. mm. So I let us know if you hear an audible difference, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully because we're supposed to send in like a before and after. Oh, so <laughs> I'll do my but, best to try to <laughs> keep inside, but I'm I'm excited because even outside of the podcast, uh, we've been wanting something like this for recording vocals and stuff. Mm. And Vince and I actually just had um, a YouTuber over, Secret Project, who doesn't normally do, normally do music, but is a great singer. Mm. And this would have been incredibly helpful that day we were recording vocals and there was a bird outside. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or just anything. Well, we, like some reflections around the room. Yeah. Yeah. Just everything. Because like, you don't notice if you're recording, if you're a person that actually records music and you're in like an apartment complex and it's like ping, 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 whenever you're singing or yelling or, yeah. I don't know. So there, I, I know the frequency of the room, my room now, because mm -hmm. there, there's room resonance when I record my acoustic. So you like sing it, oh, it's like <laughs> reverberates around the room. Well, I just like pump up like 12 dB <laughs> and like a, a 5Q and just like roll across until I find it until it's like unpleasant. And then I'll just like dip it by two. Mm. So we're all like doing our like Wilson Home improvement. Exactly. Impressions. Yeah, it kind of looks like cool. these things are kind of like folders, like you're in your math class. Like, don't cheat on my test. It reminds <laughs> me of the Trapper Keeper. Yeah. I miss Trapper Keepers because your life could fit in it. I want like my life to be able to fit into a Trapper Keeper I want, again. Do they, I wonder if they still make those. Like, the brand is still around. I have a feeling they're not as prominent. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess you would know. You have three girls. so. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't go to like regular school. Yeah. So. But, but they did. So. Yeah, well, but they didn't have lockers. We also oh, had like yeah. the coolest stuff growing up, though, because we had those pe those Japanese pencil cases that had like thirteen different things that open up. Have you ever seen that, Josh? Mm -hmm. No. I know me and you have I had, had them, them before. I've had a bunch of them. And I, I mean, if anybody knows, I'm like fighting like self racism every day. So like my parents and my aunt and stuff would give me those pencil cases, and I'd be like, No, I want what the American kids have. <laughs> and, I, and I always wanted what the Japanese kids had. <laughs> Uh, I had a weird backpack and I think it was called the locker or something like that. And it was supposed to be like your backpacks, like your locker. So it was literally like a giant, like triangular or, or not triangular, a rectangular box on your back. Wow. And like, it was the stupidest thing on earth. Like I just remember it was one of the things with the last things in my life where I was like, why did I buy this? It's the TV. It made me want this. <laughs> That's the thing. When you're even, even as a teenager, I will buy almost anything mm -hmm. you flash in front of me. You know, you put a celebrity in some like, 
good music behind it <laughs> and and a gimmick. Even if the gimmick's stupid, I'll probably buy it mm. as long as my friends think it's cool. So I don't know. If there's anybody still like in high school or junior high that happens to listen to this? A, I don't know how you got that by your parents, but B, uh, if you don't listen to your parents about anything else, listen to them about stupid purchases because when you get older, you'd be like, oh, remember that stupid thing I got? Yeah. I guess not. I don't know. I have, I have good memories of that. It just wasted my parents' money. <laughs> <laughs> parents would be like, here's 20 bucks. Make sure to bring me back the change. Do yeah. you have any? Like, even my daughter, I'm like, do you have any change? She's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Went into a snack. Exactly. I needed that last 30 cents. <laughs> so what was this Venom 2? So, I saw the you had the... Oh, uh, there's there. a bunch of pictures that drop um, for Venom 2. Uh, it's a bunch of them with uh, Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. Cause Let me pick him up here. Boy, it's all funny, of us who listen to this probably seen Venom. So It's funny because he ends up looking like Woody Harrelson on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> It might be Woody Harrelson on vacation. We don't know. Well, you know, he's been bald for I don't know how long. So like yeah. this hair. Yeah, it's like um, <laughs> I'll put the link in the in the show notes. But this hair does not look. It's comical, right? I guess I never figured out. I, I don't. Did Venom have a time period? Was it supposed to be current day? I think I, mean, I think it was. It kept and it came kind of came out in the nineties, so late or early nineties, late eighties. So oh, that was the time period. It was supposed oh yeah. To oh, I well, didn't know that's that. what kind of happened. That's when that's when the comic came out. No, no, I mean the movie. Oh, the, vi- oh, the movie. Like, because this is the Venom verse, whatever that is, yeah. uh, Carnage, right? Yeah. That's what I was trying know. to figure out what time period they're trying to emulate here. If it's current, or I don't know, it, maybe Cletus was in prison since the 90s. Well, there's definitely a shot of him in that kind of like a funny looking Hawaiian shirt in the comics. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It doesn't look right on Woody <laughs> Harrelson in this shot. I never read any uh, Carnage comics. Mm-hmm. But I have some I, of the I Maximum imagine. Carnage stuff. It's, I'm, that's the stuff that kind of turned me on, like that that and X-Men stuff when I was younger. Maximum Carnage, was a, was that all Spider-Man? Spider-Man, and I think Venom teamed up with him to stop Carnage. So, was yeah. there like Carnage without Spider-Man comics? comics not that like, because had... he's like a bad guy all around. He's not like a good guy at all. <laughs> like Venom's like, eh, he's a jerk and he's a bad guy, but then he's like anti-hero. So like, he, oh, cool. So his stuff was like, he didn't have his own comics. No. Not he was just always him. in stuff. I know that there was um, some series, gush, where there was a bunch of different carnages and stuff. I can't remember. Ooh. Yeah. The Maximum Carnage video game for home console mm-hmm. was probably the best Spider-Man game. I don't know. You got to go back and one. play it again because like, I had great memories of it because uh-huh. like, and like Green Jelly did like the soundtrack yeah. for it. Uh, and then I played it a while ago and I'm like, okay, it's fun. But it is a slog. Like, it's real bad. Uh, yeah, so I, I liked it. I played it last Christmas because yeah. I have it on my uh, emulator thing. Yeah, I, I got I, it on the Super it. Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved it. I had just one question. <clears throat> what is a slog? It's a long, <laughs> thorough walk in the mud. I don't know. Slow. What do you say? By, like, you mean it like runs slow or it's like too many levels? It takes, yeah, it's a lot of bad guys. It's a lot of button mashing and you're just mm-hmm. getting the crap kicked out of you a lot. So, um, mm. I mean, I got pretty far when I was younger. Yeah. Like playing it again last few weeks, it was kind of like. Uh, Maybe that's the there's thing another is, one. There's another one called Separation Anxiety, I don't know about that which one. is actually a two player because uh, Maximum Cards is only one player. The nice mm-hmm. thing about Maximum Cards is it, it follows the comic line, so it has okay. actually comics in the game. Oh, that's cool. So uh, it'll follow that line, but like uh, there's one after that called Separation Anxiety, where like you know Venom and Spider Man team up, and you can have two player, like you, you know one player Spider Man, two second players Venom. So very cool. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I think I've played that or at least seen it's it. It's very similar. I mean, I, it has to be the same game. 
I've definitely played the same game or the same company. Like company or, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's the thing is like, I, I love beat em ups, you know? Mm-hmm, me so, too. like, even like having like a lot of enemies, maybe when I was a little kid, I wouldn't have liked it as much, but like, I don't know, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got reminded of it because our friend Zach James at Yomama got the arcade one up cabinets for uh, the Marvel games and oh, yeah. TMNT. Mm-hmm. So, we had the original Ninja Turtles and Turtles in Time. Nice. And then it was funny because we decided to play Turtles in Time on four player. Yeah. So, it was two of us, Zach and our friend Edwin. And we started playing, and they're like, "Let's! Do be- you think we can beat this tonight?" I forget how much younger Zach is than us. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "This is eight levels." Yeah, this is really like, short. And uh, I, I, I think like maybe people who are like younger than arcade or too young to remember arcades, they like don't remember like the reason it was like shorter is because you're spending your quarters on it, and like it's you know it's hard. You don't have unlimited like continues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing that just like reminded me of my incoming death was. Uh, he, like he had to go get something, so he was like, "How do we pause this?" I was like, "Oh, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> there is no pause." It's like we, ima- uh, imagine this is online. My brothers and I, and then like one of my nephews, played uh, Turtles and Turtles in Time, both of them back to back at the arcade, uh, the Galloping Ghost, Chicago, the big one, yeah. And it just, it was awesome. It. Uh, we just played it back to back, and like I remember the my daughter and everyone else was like, "Oh my gosh, you're in here so long, but it's fun." And it's just. I was trying not not interrupt because oh. you just stopped the camera. Now that we're talking. Oh, cool. No worries. <laughs> right, I'll put a little thingy <clears throat> thingy to to go back. Bing. There we go. I can go back and fix it up. All right. But yeah, it was it was really fun. I love that arcade for one, but for two, like to have my brothers like. <laughs> around me like playing the arcade once again that was awesome <laughs> i i really want to go to that galloping place we should go there sometime we should make a <laughs> to do a patreon just to get us to get us oh, there that would be sick come on guys pay for us flights <laughs> to go play arcades right <laughs> man that would be incre- that'd be crazy it's though. so huge dude it's insane chicago you you get pretty close when you go to visit uh home right yeah i mean like we try to go there whenever we're home like That's it's awesome. only like an hour and twenty minutes away. Yeah, I'm going to Chicago to do something, and I'll be like, "Hey, let's stop by. <laughs> let's just go in for a little bit." Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> the galloping ghost. We accidentally came across the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Well, we can't not play. <laughs> oh, second on the list today, we got uh, Bob Iger is going to step down as CEO, and it's supposed to be like this huge thing. Like, yeah. oh no. And what's going on? Disney's with stock like dropped like two and a half percent or something. Did this does it say like why? It doesn't say why. It he, says he says like oh I was just gonna do this anyway, which he was. He'd actually yeah. planned like a next year at some point in time. Well, his contract ends in twenty twenty one, but he's still gonna be on the board. Yeah. The, the interview I saw said that he wanted to pursue more creative interests now that Disney's in such a solid place because it owns like eighty five percent of the entertainment industry. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of weird. They like stepped down. So early at the same time, you kind of wonder: is there something else there? Sometimes you yeah, don't, know. I don't know. Like maybe there's something, or because uh, yeah, this is one of those things where you know nobody really knows because it could be the reason he gave is like fully like could be legitimate, yeah. you know? Because I know if like I, I don't know it. I don't know anything about Bob Iger personally, mm-hmm. like, but I could just imagine if me myself got thrust into this, like, say, like I love music, or like, so here's we have a friend that's a fantastic singer. We caught up with her the other night. And uh, she works at a big one of the big record labels now, like one of the biggest in the world mm-hmm. um, here in L.A. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And then she was with coworkers. And we're like, it's like, so you still singing then? She's like, no, I just gave that up. 
And so I was like, how do you work at one of the biggest labels in the world? And like, and, but she's like in finance or something like that. And that's great. But like, so anyway, so flip side, if it was like me, you know, I'm a musician, I go to work at a big record label and mm. I just stop doing music altogether. There probably would come a point where I'm like, I'm in the middle of all of this. Like I could really be doing some creative stuff. So maybe it just time ran up inst- internally oh, um, maybe. or there's some sexual harassment suits coming up that we're about to find out about. You know, he's Boom. like, let's let's uh, let's get, let's just step down before any of this. Yeah, I guess it could be coming to light. You know, a number of those things. Yeah, I mean, it could be anything, or it could be exactly what he said. And there's nothing. There's nothing out there yet that tells us any of that stuff. So that's kind of just the new guy though <laughs> is fairly young to be in charge of like the largest conglomerate ever. Right? He's like 27 or something. No, I don't well, think how, so. How old was look he? old. Must maybe. Um, I thought the, the the article I read. I thought I might have misread it. The article I read said that he was like twenty seven years old or something. But he was the CEO of the, the, the Disney parks. parks. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Allen Iger is the old one. Yeah. Who's Here the he new is. one? Uh, I don't know how old he is. Yeah, that picture does not make him look like twenty seven. So maybe yeah. I just read a, read a bad interview. Or maybe just you know being in charge of the parks makes you age that quickly. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you like those. Pictures I'm 27. Pre- Barack Obama. There's, there's, well, any president the first day and <laughs> yeah. the last day, especially after like, the two terms. I'm a young guy. And at the end, he's like, oh, my God. Bob yeah. Chappick. Is that it? Bob Chappick. Oh, he's Stay a 20. He's, he's been at the company 27 company years. Executive oh. chairman. So, yeah, he's not 20. OK, so that makes me feel a little bit like more. Eddie. Not that I'm like thinking that like, young people can't run the company, but yeah. like this is a big company. I mean, he, he, to me, he looks like 50 at least. <laughs> yeah. So he he's worked for Disney for 27 years. So that's why they included that number in the articles to uh, kind of okay. like he's, he's 27 the, he's, years old no he's been with the company for a long time so it's not like some random outsider you know <laughs> like he's 27 <clears throat> years old i'm like oh my gosh what am i doing with my life <laughs> this guy's already in charge of disney this Dude. one from <laughs> us today says that uh Iger will now as executive chairman will uh focus on the company's overall creative vision and strategy over mm-hmm. his remaining two years with the company yeah I don't know. Before he retires. Which is weird because then he's going to retire. Yeah. So like, I don't know what that means. That's a beautiful (laughs) ending. I think that's awesome. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, it's like, you just don't know because we've had some friends that work in administrative roles in like big companies for like social media out here Mm. and they hop from company to company. But with one friend in particular, I I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this. I'm not going to say his name, but like one friend in particular, he switched jobs three times in three years. Um, but they were always for good reasons because he always hit the company goals like two or three years earlier than projected. Oh, okay. And so then he was like, well, my job's done here. Exactly. And then and the next job paid more. And he said that he came up, like Bob Iger, like he came up with a plan for the company, but he was like, I have no interest in executing this. Mm-hmm. This sounds boring as hell. So he just like moved on. Yeah. But, like Maybe like, he's know. like, hey, you want to bench me? I'll be happy over here. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if I could get paid as much for doing less, exactly. I, if I don't, have, I don't have to really show up. Okay, cool. I get paid the same amount. See ya. In a hundred years, <laughs> this is Disney's seventh CEO. Oh, crazy! Yeah, because it was so uh, at least they hold on to him for Michael a while. Michael Eisner was for a while, right? Yeah, he's the one I remember as a kid. Hmm. It wasn't Disney's kids who were. I have no idea beyond that. that. Michael Eisner was the one I remember as a kid. Wasn't he like? Oh. I think he was like the golden era or the Renaissance era. I mean, Renaissance. The, this guy makes more money. Well, everybody, a lot of people make more money than pre- the president. But um, <laughs> this dude makes two point five million a year salary. That's not bad. Yeah. That's actually kind of low when you think about the president makes four hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, well, not, let's not, just not, not the president, not, the, not, not this, our president, not this president. <laughs> not our yeah, president. I was say, also, that's a hidden number because that's like just the salary part, not including like everything else. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, less than. The, 
No, but like two, two and a half million and mm-hmm. some change or whatever for the CEO of Disney. That seems fairly modest for what Disney does. Yeah, I would think it'd be a lot more actually <laughs> now that you talk about it. Yeah. It's like a pro basketball player makes about two. He to, makes more than, way more than that. Well, like, especially <clears throat> if they have any kind of uh, sponsorships or whatever. So there has to be like incentives or something because like, mm-hmm. you know, you think of like any, any one of the last, uh, the original uh, Marvel movies alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like was at least 10 times that amount or something, you know, in profit or something. So. I know the movie stars, especially like, uh, what's this, Tom Cruise, you see some, and The Rock, you see their checks like 10 to uh, 12 million for movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they also like, I mean, there's all kinds of, well, either they, they bring the, you know, their face brings the, the fills the seats, but also like some of them, you know, like Chris Pratt, man, like, He's made himself indispensable to the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, but also like he got so fit, like that was probably like a million dollar, like you know, <laughs> turnaround. You know, I loved all of his like, like he used to like, he probably still does. He he do like little videos of like him like eating his snack or whatever. <laughs> like this is my snack for today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, darn it, I only get an apple. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Poor him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got to work out. I can't eat anything like that. Like mm, Oreos. Well, it's like the Beyonce, like she went on like this super like vegan diet before Coachella, mm. like what, six months or something crazy like that. Cause she had to like fit back into all her costumes yeah, and stuff. But she's at a point in her career where she could do like one concert a year and prepare for it. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess you kind of saw it. Like, did you watch any of the Kobe um, memorial service? No. Beyonce opened mm. up like through the, like blew the roof off the house to start off with. Mm. But it was interesting cause you can kind of see like what an unplanned performance kind of looks like. Cause I'm not saying she's fat by any means. But uh, she had gained a little bit of weight from like you know Coachella and stuff because you, you're probably guessing like there's they weren't on tour or anything like that you know or she might be pregnant I don't know like some there's a bunch of fans that had this theory like whenever she's in a pantsuit she's pregnant oh gosh I don't know how much validity there is to it or they might be right I don't know but uh, I can definitely testify to um, you know how quickly someone can put on weight when they're not thinking about it yeah well also <laughs> when you think about it it wasn't that quickly like what Coachella was like a couple months ago yeah. So I guess that is kind of cool. I don't know. It like, but it wasn't even like that much. It just wasn't like the rail thin in sequin, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But um, like my commentary friends were all like, "We like thick Beyonce. Can she <laughs> stay like this?" Oh gosh. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> moving that, on to so more that, nerd so, stuff. <laughs> so that's the salary you have to stay in a Marvel or Disney movie. <laughs> oh, uh, did, did you guys ch- catch the uh, Clone Wars episode? I didn't. Release. I think they're probably going to do the same thing like all the other shows, release one a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was the Bad Batch, and like literally, I think it, I thought it was going to be like different animation and whatnot. And I'm sure it probably is slightly different, but it, I don't. It doesn't feel at all. Even just this article we're looking at looks mm-hmm. the same yeah. as the normal Clone Wars stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think we watched the thing last time, the yeah. the trailer or whatever, but it was lockstep exactly like the cartoon, which was great. It was fun. I, I have so much to catch up on. I've seen the first season. I still have all the rest this of the seasons. This is the seasons. seventh season, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the sixth one's a little shorter, but goodness, yeah, have fun trying to get through all of those. And then <laughs> before then, uh, we had just watched rewatched the uh, that Samurai Jack-looking version mm-hmm. of Clone I'd never Wars. seen that before. I've seen I've seen like clips of it, but I've never actually watched the whole thing like that. So Zach from Yo Mama showed us all two hours of it. Yeah. And it flowed together seamlessly. It was just like, I think it was better than the prequels. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about that show and, and this. Yeah. Like, it made me appreciate the actual storyline that they were trying to put together in the prequels. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have 
anywhere near the time to go through it. It was, and it makes it really ridiculous when you think about it. You know, you know, yeah. You know, speaking of the Star Wars stuff, I kind of understand the overarching, uh, like story more now of all nine movies. Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't watched it yet, there's a video essay as brilliant named Patrick H. Willems. Um, he's generally a Star Wars lover. He liked Last Jedi, mm -hmm. you know, but then when it came to Rise of Skywalker, he like he had this whole thing where he had him and Star Wars had to take a break mm -hmm. and stuff. But he gave, kind of gave like to some of it, like a really long video that you should go watch. The short version is like he was like the thing about the prequels that people didn't really like, but that he thought at least even if, even though the execution wasn't the strongest, all the story plot line like story plot points summed up to further. Mm -hmm. the universe and he's like the rise of skywalker yeah no was the only one that didn't it yeah. like set up it like didn't follow the story that happened in last jedi like ray coming from nothing was completely wiped away yeah and but that um, i would say that the second one didn't do did the same thing when the first one they were trying to set it up like oh there's something there's something here with her past they should have just if they weren't going to do anything with it they should have just like ignored it you know mm -hmm. so then they were trying to fill in the blanks in the third one with mm -hmm. ridiculousness so yeah, there's a bunch of stuff he's talking about, but like, yeah, it was just a lot of like, he's like, when you try to tell people who don't know about Star Wars a story of the last movie, mm -hmm. like, it doesn't amount to anything. No. Um, but if you try to tell people stories of the previous movies, even the ones that you think are bad, they all have things that move to the next point, mm -hmm. like, in the storyline. So it's like, it's kind of ironic that the last one was the only one that, like, plot wise didn't actually go anywhere besides make a Palpatine into a Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think about the prequels, like, they had him as a little kid, and then they had him as, like, a teenager, and then he was supposed to be, like, an adult kind of deal. And, like, that just three movies, and you're supposed to make him bad by the end of the one. <laughs> like, it just doesn't... And you, you've kind of fallen... Well, kind of liked him as a character. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, all right, well, how can he switch so fast? It doesn't make any sense. And then he like, became the whole, a prick. Yeah, well, just at the end... You know, I heard rumor that uh, he he's he's blacklisted in Hollywood, like he can't get a role anymore. Oh, I don't know. Let me see if Isn't I can he find in some stuff lot, recently. He was in some other stuff because wasn't he in like was it like Jumper or something like that and stuff? But yeah. I know he supposedly once again this might be Hollywood like smoke and magic or whatever. But mm -hmm. like supposedly he just took a break because of like how negatively received the prequels were and stuff and his role in it. You know, him and like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> like the, the yeah. dude that played Jar Jar Binks, like try to commit suicide. Like he I think did, he, I think the guy voices the stuff in the Clone Wars, pretty positive. Yeah, when, Jar, that, when Jar Jar's in it. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So how how much time was there between the prequels and the Clone Wars series? Wasn't it two thousand and eight? Wasn't it when it came oh, so, out? Maybe. So almost a decade, at least. I yeah, think. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I, if you watch on uh, what channel is it? It's a uh, Soul Pancake. Mm -hmm. they, it's some video called like I was Jar Jar Binks or whatever. It's a really eye-opening story, especially when uh, people go online and like if you if you go online and try to troll people, like this kind of like give you the view of the other side, you know. Okay, so oh no, a Revenge of the Sith came out in two thousand and five, so that was the last movie. That was like so actually so our last year years. of college. Yeah, I remember. Um, and then Clone Wars. Let's see here. I remember. Was it Attack of the Clones? Was the second one? Uh, yeah. So that one I remember seeing like six times, o only because oh, every it was only three years later. Oh, okay, so not too much longer. Yeah, Attack of the Clones. Like every time a group of friends wanted to see a movie that year, we ended up seeing Attack of the Clones. Mm -hmm. And I remember like I didn't dislike it, but I got to a point where I could sleep through the movie and still quote it because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it so many times. You know, 
at least in the first movie, you get some fun lightsaber stuff with as goofy as I feel like the CG just CGI just threw everybody off. Like mm-hmm. it was like it was definitely groundbreaking, but it didn't look right. And we're used to practical effects, and so it's just kind of mind like, what in the world are they trying to do? And it just became more goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's the only thing that turned me off of the first movie, the fact that it was very, very goofy. And then the second one was just boring to me. I'm like, what mm-hmm. is this? Like, it's supposed to be a love story. We're rolling around in the weeds. and I honestly can't remember what <laughs> happened in which of the three movies. I just remember mm-hmm. the overall. It's well, on the second so one, they're like, Hey, there's remember. some clones. Oh, we should use them. But who bought them? We don't know. We're going to use them anyway. Like, what the? <laughs> and it brings in this whole moral thing. It's like, okay, we're creating people to die. Like, what's going on? Like, Interesting. You yeah. know what's weird? Is I thought Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen was in Looper 2, but mm-hmm. he's not. It was... Uh, it's not Looper. Uh, I was saying Jumper. Uh, or yeah, that was a Jumper. And then... It, is, what, it's what, not him? No, Jumper, oh, oh. it is him. Yeah. Looper, it was... A, it's Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. He's a young Bruce Willis. And, and it, what's hilarious is um, the article that I read <clears throat> a long time ago about Hayden Christensen being uh, blacklisted from Hollywood mm-hmm. was from Looper. Oh, it was because of the it. The website. Oh, the uh, website. <laughs> Got it. Which is I, just I, like coincidence, Looper, but... Looper, the website, is like on the border of one of those crap websites yeah. that you don't share stuff yeah. from. Just because like they sensationalize every little... Thing. like what i'm trying to remember oh the, I, I feel like a new low got hit because i forget what website it was it was something fairly big but mm-hmm. so in this kobe um memorial service mm-hmm. vanessa his wife gave a beautiful like eulogy you know and at one point she just in passing mentions that as a valentine's day gift kobe bought her like the dress and the notebook from the notebook mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be it, it was supposed to illustrate like how like romantic he was like he's a, he's a hopeless romantic you know so anyway, so fast forward less than six hours later, this website, like their their clickbait was like, Kobe bought the notebook props for Vanessa Bryant. And I was like, is that what your takeaway was from the two and a half hour <laughs> memorial service? Oh, that's why I hate all those things, man. I saw, I think the, I think it was We Got Discovered, which is the one I normally <clears throat> crap on all the time. Is, uh, it had, like, Disney is going to buy... Um, DC Comics or something like that. And it's like, this is an actual article on their website. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, mm. Where did you get this information? You Oops. know, it's just some, I don't know, here of a person of a person of a person. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Telephone. <sighs> exactly. What but, else we got? <clears throat> what else we got? All right. Hold, hold on. Hmm. The pocket. Oh, I was going to say, um, with the Star Wars stuff, they're talking about. Um, going back and redoing the High Republic. Oh, uh, it's basically going to be at the time that the Republic was like awesome and like in it's, control of everything and like before Obi Wan and everything else. So uh, the Royal <clears throat> Jedi will be around and yeah. stuff like that. So you said they're redoing it. Was there a previous incarnation? Somehow? Well, I imagine that there's lots of stuff in the <clears throat> Legends content there's, there's for book. it. Oh, there's so, a lot of that in the book, I think. Books. Yeah, the, I was going to say the books, definitely, and even older comics. Uh, but apparently <clears throat> there was a little thing that came out that uh, that's probably what they're going to be heading towards in movies or television and also in comics. So so the High Republic is kind of like Days of Future Past. Or it's like a notable storyline or something. <laughs> it's just like another it's like like Dark Phoenix saga a prequel or before the prequels. <laughs> but, I mean, it, like, are you saying like, story. like when you mentioned like the High Republic, it's, it's like this like kind of like canonical story yeah that can be reworked and stuff okay I well get it's it. basically like when the jedi were 
really, really doing well. You gotcha. know, there's a thousands of years where they were actually doing a good job and there was mm-hmm. no, there's balance in the force. <laughs> there's so much parallel to Christianity in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, there's, I'll put a link in the uh, notes here. There's also a little, you know, little teaser or whatever they talk gotcha. about it. But. So are, are they doing it as like a book series? Or I think like they are a, doing it originally as comics, uh, um, gotcha. but I'm not sure. But it sounds this, like they're moving to movies Disney. as well. Yeah. yeah. Movies and television as well. So a new saga. Exactly. Which is like, okay, I'm happy that we're moving away from the old stuff, but at the same time, I'm sad because there's a lot of stuff on the shelf that you could say, Hey, let's pull this out and take a look at it. And actually, rework that yeah this was this was like you said a prequel of the prequel (laughs) of the prequel of the prequel because it's like 200 years before the first film yeah this is jedi like long time ago so So, you're wondering is yoda gonna be in it (laughs) or i mean that species probably or if they're gonna be stories or if it's gonna because when that patrick h williams guy Mm -hmm. had pointed out like even though all of us love the mandalorian Mm -hmm. i love with all my heart like yeah. I, I love that slow pace like kind of in the world storytelling but he kind of pointed out like it doesn't really add to the overall story besides like little anecdotal things mm-hmm. and stuff it just like cinematically it pushes all the nostalgia buttons yeah so it's like remember this place and well, remember like that a character spaghetti western too so yeah. I mean, it's got a different feel in this little uh trailer thing it talks about like ooh, we're gonna have more of like a western feel and i'm like yeah. oh huh. are I we like that. I mean, like I like I like the Mandalorian doing that, but if they're going, hey, the Mandalorian spaghetti westerns, people love that. Let's do this again. Like, oh no, like so, we're not doing a Dark Knight everything, are we? I hope so, they don't do that. Yeah. So, like, what he was saying was like, since the Mandalorian like pushed all these buttons, he's like, we basically have Boba Fett's running around. Mm-hmm. We have another incarnation of Yoda, the planets that we were used to and stuff. Yeah. It's like it just kind of hits like, oh, I know that. Oh, I know that. And it just kind of yeah. like gets hitting the hitting the dopamine in your brain. Anyway, so I wonder if this, even if it's like a comic series, mm-hmm. if it's going to do like a, this is actually going to be like story story or if it's going to be like, here's another nostalgia thing. And here's another, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just hope that whatever it is, it has that many lightsabers in it because every photo of what they've released that I'm looking at just yeah. has a bunch of freaking Jedi. Well, is I know that there's some the taken from the movies to where there's like a bunch of people rushing, you know, to fight. So, I mean, those originals had a ton of Jedi in them mm-hmm. that all got killed. That yeah. is kind of crazy. Like, I guess it, not being a hardcore Star Wars fan, I might have this completely off, but as a like kind of casual fan or whatever, the last movie, I kind of expected an Endgame-ish, like the most lightsabers I've ever seen in a movie before, yeah. like Battle. Mm-hmm. I, w- I didn't even think about that till just now. Like, why They're did we see that? They're all dead. But we they established in the movie that the force goes and come back and do shit like raise ships out of the water and stuff so <laughs> yeah. why not that's what you know? was it i don't know if it was, I think it was uh, the screen rant where they talked about that where they're like okay wait like the force ghosts can do stuff so why don't they just freaking do stuff all the yeah. time <laughs> so it's like so that that got established so like why don't we have a giant ghost jedi war or something i don't know uh, it'll be like lord of the rings style where they're just like a million jedi wah, coming through you know i mean why not you know because <laughs> mm-hmm. the the dark side like palpatine had whatever those people were in that room with him, like thousands of them, you yeah, know, that yeah. we never fleshed out what was going on. So <laughs> well, there they, was some hilarious, <laughs> I think it was Elijah Wood that like commented cause like Star Trek or Star Wars had said, uh, like, Oh, Oh, Hey, Exegol is this or that on like a tweet or whatever. And, and it's like, 
did you know this? And then like Elijah Wood was, no, I effing didn't know this or something. <laughs> you know what's weird is I kind of think all those people w- with Palpatine was just more clones of himself. Wouldn't that be weird? That's why I didn't. Well, they, like I said, this tweet kind of explained it that they were Sith. I think the tweet said that they were Sith, um, like trainees loyalists, or lords. yeah, like people that just worship the Sith and they've been there for thousands of years and they, they were had just to build there that building all this lead. stuff for them. Yeah, he, he had like I think Palpatine had alluded to that in one of his weird monologues, mm-hmm. but it still wasn't like so why are they just sitting there? Why are you doing this whole thing? Like, yeah, like there are thousands of you you could take this one chick on you know <laughs> exactly. like even though she's a jedi she's like in this weird compromised state you're giving a long monologue not one of like the thousands of people there are just like <laughs> maybe we should hold her down it's just like a giant wrestlemania at the <laughs> moment in time it's just a weird flex <laughs> like they they didn't need to be there because they ended up all dying anyway well, because of yeah. Palpatine. I don't even know if you even realize they're there until they're dying yeah like you're like oh oh there are people in the stand yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> But anyway, the Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars was really good. And I hope that they, this is the last season, but hope it ends on a good note. And yeah. I wonder if any of these CG like based shows, because now we're hitting like over a decade of CG shows and mm-hmm. stuff. If they ever do like a PlayStation, it'd be like uh, Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars remastered. And they just like up the computing power. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like. They would have to really go in and do something for that. I don't know what 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 they were using way back in two thousand and eight to do that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because you know we're having like Final Fantasies being remastered now, yeah. and stuff and Assassin's Creed and all that stuff. And basically, it's like higher pixel counts, the water looks more realistic, mm-hmm. shadows are better. So I don't wonder if like stuff like that. Oh, did you ever see the Secret of Mana one? Mm-mm. Oh, I love Secret of Mana so much I on Super too. Nintendo, and <clears throat> it's like one of my favorite RPGs ever. The girls can even jump in and like be the other two people in the game. And uh, it's great, but they remastered it, and it's just like the lamest remaster on earth. Yeah, <laughs> like some people cool. said that about uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah, I thought it was kind of. Cool. I didn't play it. Vince played it, but it looked cool to me. I don't have time to play. It, it. did look cool. <laughs> um, but I guess some people didn't like the uh, the. There was like a tilt, like a shift, like a line shift focus mm-hmm. thing going on, which, uh, if you know the twist of the game, makes sense. But I guess some people like try to hack the game to take it out yeah <laughs> so that everything everything's in focus you know because it was like, kind of annoying i liked it I, don't, I didn't really have any complaints so uh nathan fillion actually has a uh part in the new suicide squad movie and i don't think they've actually uh Interesting. explained well he's friends with uh what's the director's name um oh james gunn yeah james, oh Ooh, oops <laughs> all right better uh hold on audio dampening's working too well yeah, better fix that one. Well, he's uh, yeah, he's friends with James Gunn, and so he, yeah, he's just I don't know. They don't. I don't even know if he knows who he is yet. But like people keep saying, like, oh, he's gonna be arms fall off man or something. Oh, that's <laughs> what you were funny. saying earlier. <laughs> it's like, off can- off uh, mic. He's all like, no. In this article I'm reading, he's like, no, I don't even know who that guy is. But that sounds horrible. So, no, I'm not that person. They, <laughs> I think they've already started filming. I they? imagine they had Cause, to because they because I, I thought I saw some like um, behind the scenes like leak. Mm-hmm. And stuff with the, like the new Harley Quinn and stuff. Yeah, it was basically the Birds of Prey one, only <laughs> like Prey version, or like more tired and looks like she's been through some stuff. <laughs> Who else? Like, oh, speaking of that Birds of Prey stuff, mm-hmm. I remember last week we talked about like you know why is it why was it different that like they had the same budget and made this similar amount of money as uh, was the other movie? Oh, um, Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari. And I was like, you know what, you're right. Like, what the <clears> heck? <throat> and I was like looking for it, and what I came to was. They they saw it. They have like a certain algorithm mm. 
mm-hmm. than when they're seeing just how well a movie is going to do. Mm-hmm. And what it came to be is like, you know, it's like four or five different things going into it, like views on YouTube mm-hmm. and shares and all these other things and like pre-sales and all this other stuff put together. And that one seemed like it was going to do really, really well. And it didn't do anywhere near as well, say as what like the Joker mm-hmm. and a couple other movies like that similar. And so like they thought, most of the places that have that information were like, this is not going as, as well as they wanted it to go. Yeah, yeah. Especially since they did like a rated R version of like. I, I think the disconnect is they didn't realize like the marketing was all Harley Quinn, but the movie was called Birds of Prey. Exactly. <laughs> That's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, Actually, speaking of the DC universe, I texted Josh this. So we saw the screen test of the Batman oh, outfit. Yeah. And then the like leaked like daytime scenes. I'm out. <laughs> Josh was like, maybe it'll look better in the dark. I was like, I'm out. Like, maybe it's this, his first suit. You this, don't know. It, it, <laughs> unless they were like, this is like Spider Man where he goes into like like luchador territory, or whatever. Like, I it just it doesn't look like a handmaid's. I mean, there's some things like the arm mm-hmm. things and stuff, but like the helmet looks like very purposeful. And it has a weird like bug eye thing. And st- I don't know. Did I, you see the video of the stuntman like crashing? Yeah. No, I didn't watch <laughs> I didn't it. He's that. like he's like driving on his motorcycle and it just starts slipping. And he's like, <laughs> he crashes. I, I it. thought it was him. I thought you it thought it was, was in a stunt guy. Yeah. He's like, this is so impractical. <laughs> <laughs> no one would ever ride with this crap. It was really slippery wherever he was. <laughs> yeah, it's just I think it was just wet. But also that know. thing, the outfit just looks so heavy. Yeah. You know, it looks like you can't you can't move. You know? Yeah. That's what. That's why in the bail ones they separated the. They even I think in the movie they're like I can't move my neck, <laughs> uh, wasn't yeah. it? That yeah, that was a thing for Christian Bale. In the bail ones too, though, that reminds me. This is kind of completely left of center, but like I just want to throw it out there to anybody listening. Please help me understand. I don't think they ever returned to him making a helmet that doesn't bust. Oh yeah, because there was that one scene where he like smashes he it, like him. nope, need to make it stronger. They never returned to that point and it drove me crazy. Why they even brought it up? I'm assuming that the next one that they he was wearing was stronger. was the fine, but they didn't even like. <laughs> they're like, oh, this one's better. Tap tap. That would have just eased all the OCD inside of my blood. Like, uh. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm out until like the Batman movie comes out. I'll still probably watch it, and that mm. has to it has to blow me away because that outfit. Like I'm not usually not too like picky about this stuff. Mm. I was down for like the nipples Val Kilmer Batman thing. <laughs> this was just that's like, actually George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any, any of the '90s Batman's as campy as they were. I'm like, sure, yeah. why not? This one looks like it's trying to be serious. Yeah, I don't know. Especially with that screen no test being so dark and like over dramatic and mm-hmm. stuff. And then we see this is like, I mean, it feels like Lego Batman. I'm like, sure, let's let's give it a chance. I don't know. There's just not enough information yet. We have no idea what the film's going to be. I I feel like the suit is gimmicky, especially with the gun thing. I'm like, oh, that looks lame. I don't even like it. It it may play into the whole thing. I'm assuming it's like that was the gun that that killed his parents. I think it was in a description. (sighs) Was it in it? I haven't seen it, but that's what I'm just assuming, seeing that. What was the Nathan Fillion thing? It was He was was going to be in uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. Because there's another one coming out. Yeah, <laughs> like oh yeah, this is the one with like half a Hollywood in it. <laughs> but you know what? Like of these movies, and James Gunn is directing, I'm probably getting more willing to go see that. Yeah, like the Batman stuff, I'm gonna wait until I know that it's good because I don't want to give Warner Brothers money <laughs> if they're just gonna keep pissing on every single character that I love. Yeah, and they could, you know, 
They can put more thought into this crap. I just don't. I'm not a fan. I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard good things. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a bias. I like or I don't have a thing yet. Like I don't nothing's bothering me yet. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of them like saying basically being basically being like, Oh hey, Robert Pattinson, amazing actor. Let's put him in this thing. Like, no, no, do a Wolverine. Go get someone that's unknown, that's just amazing, that fits the role to a T, that nobody has any like uh, you know, presuppositions. I don't know. Is that the That's the pro- <laughs> well, the problem is if you look at the history of Batman, it's never been like a no name. It's always been like Val Kilmer or yeah, uh, George Clooney. He's such or, a big character. I know. And, and, and they give him, it's always like, who's the hot actor right now? Mm. Let's put him in the suit. Ben Affleck was like a reach. Cause I felt like, it, well, it made sense for for the time period and of the movie, like the set of the movie. He was supposed to be like an older Batman, mm-hmm. beat up. So yeah. that made sense to me. But uh, like to, I was about to say, Tom Hiddleston, um, doing this like new Batman movie, man. Uh, I just hope they do, do something that's not uh, what we've seen already, mm. like something completely different. Agreed. We're not he, going back to the origin story again. I don't again. think people are going <laughs> to like it anyway. Yeah, like Batman fans big like hardcore batman fans i don't think they're gonna like this but i, ju- I just hope it's not like, it could surprise us i, I mean it could 100 surprise us but like what we've seen yeah. yeah i'm just not a fan of the little gimmicky things they're doing so far just not the gun and the thing and all and the yeah yeah i don't know i don't know but anyway i'm like looking for the description of that camera test footage yeah and i'm just finding people commenting to matt reeves that <laughs> are they're, I, I was nice compared to what these guys are saying about this outfit. <laughs> well, like, you are searching the internet. <laughs> well, just the top replies, like, that, like, you know, they have, like, uh, any of the other Batman outfits. They're like, this is Batman. And they had the screen test. They're like, this is cosplay. Mm-hmm. Like, everything. This is like, what a downgrade. Like, it is oh, supposed man. to be, I think, more of a year one <clears throat> Batman. And that's why I'm saying, like, maybe it's kind of more stripped down right do we know? practical so version the only the only positive comment in the first like couple scrolls mm-hmm. is dc commenting honestly wouldn't be mad if the movie was just two hours of the screen test dc <laughs> commented that yep oh my gosh you're with sure it's, is bad, it real with the bad emoji no it's on the tweet oh my gosh like, <laughs> dc please don't be cheese <laughs> look at us i don't know well I have to see if we walk into that Batman movie and it opens up in the dark alley and the parents, mm-hmm. I'm just walking out. <laughs> I, I'm normally like not that harsh on movies, but I've been seeing that scene since I was like two years old. Yeah. Like every other year. My parents. <laughs> that was my biggest gripe last week too, is like they never gave a foundation in these movies. So now where you just continually see the beginning, the beginning, the mm-hmm. beginning, because you never actually set a foundation to grow on top of, okay, we set the beginning. Now we can do the middle. Yeah. All right. Now let's do the end. You guys are, they're never going to get there because they're always starting over. Yeah. Black Panther has the best introduction ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's just yeah, in somebody a, else's movie. Right. Well, no, well, he's in somebody else's movie and they're like, what's your story? And he's like, it doesn't matter. Like, he's like, he's like, but F you, but his response and the look on his face told you everything you need to know. Yeah. And then later so on, like cats, yeah, well, like later, <laughs> later on you hear something like, like his father was the original black Panther. Mm-hmm. And that's basically it. He's just like, uh, he's too cool to even need to tell you his origin story. He's just like thinking forward. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's, he's, I don't know. I, I, I dig that. 
but I don't know. I'm just not. I can't do another Batman origin story. Well, a little bit more on Batman here. We got, uh, you know, that ninja anime that they did. Oh yeah, Apparently I, I never get to watch that. They're doing a stage show of it in Japan. Makes sense. Sure. It's very. It's it's susceptible to that. Very mm-hmm. easily. Uh, can you make that a what stage did, show? What do they mean by stage show? Like a musical or like a martial arts like display or something? Or well, it's a whole. It's a whole play. It's a play. Um, the. The, well, it's not a play, but you can make it a play very easily. Wait, so I, I'm just... It's what, a movie, but... No, 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 no. What does the stage production mean? Like, is it going to be a musical? Is it going to be, like, a touring show or, like, um, like a martial just, arts display? Later this year, Japanese audiences will have the chance to see the film's story play out in live action. Interesting. That's just I a mean, stage show. I don't, I don't want to hate on it because I was one of the kids that begged my parents to take me on to Mortal Kombat, the tour live. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. It was horrible, but I loved it. You actually but, went to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I don't even know how much it costs. Probably way too much. <laughs> my pro- my father probably cursed my name for the next five years. Reminds like, me of the Turtles one. Coming out of our shells tour. Yeah, see, that would have been a better choice. But Oh, I bother my children every day with that sound soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because we awesome. have the Google, the little Google Mini here that we got for free from Spotify, and so like every time I'm like, now me like go to the bathroom, I'll have it outside the bathroom. I'll be like, play Turtle Power on repeat, <laughs> and they're like, no. Did that one have uh, the Pizza Time song on it? And uh, Pizza Power. Pizza Power. That's what it is. So our friend Zach, when he got the Turtles arcade cabinet, mm-hmm. uh, Turtles in Time, that's the song that loops. Yeah, and in display mode, but the whole song's there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great out. That's a great. Uh, Arcade, I love that arcade so much. It's it's a lot faster than the first one too. Oh yeah, yeah. like when you're playing it, you're like, holy cow! Like these characters are faster. You know the fun thing about the arcade one-ups, like uh, on the uh, uh, Ninja Turtles one, when you hit the whatever player button you are, mm-hmm. it basically just adds a coin. Yeah. So at various points, we just kept holding it down. So but we ended the game with like a hundred thirty credits each or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's nice about that other arcade I was talking about. Everything is on free play, so you just hit push the button underneath. It's like adding a new coin. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So this Batman thing, I don't know. I'd go to it. I, I you know, know it sounds funny. fun to me. I don't know. I, I, was, I was just like, okay, what, what what is the define stage show? Google mm-hmm. and they're like a play or show which is performed on stage. <laughs> well, That's well, what I was wondering. You, stage show is such a general term <laughs> because it could be like you know, like SpongeBob. The stage show is a musical, mm. you know, but like. Mortal Kombat Live was just, a, it was a big martial arts thing with people in cosplay outfits, you mm-hmm. know? It's and like a demonstration. And vaguely a storyline. There was like this pre recorded soundtrack thing with all the voices and stuff. And these <laughs> people, like, it was a bunch of stunt actors and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I just don't know, yeah, what it, it, it I, now I'm kind of rooting for Batman and Ninja Anime, the musical, though, because that'd kind of be fun. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, I'd actually he, like, be more willing to go watch that just like, to see what it is. He walks oh out and he's like, Oh, who would soundtrack that though? Remember, like, um, Turn Off the Dark was like U2, mm. and then somebody almost died like four times. Yes. And they're like, we have to stop this. Oh, I really wish I could have seen it. Me I was... too. I, how, I wonder how long till they release like footage oh, from it so we could like see what it was like or something, you know? But And Ninja Batman. Hmm. And then I don't know. Did like, you ever Bond see the cartoon where uh, Wonder Woman <clears throat> was like turned into a pig? No. And, uh, they were gonna kill her or something. Like, like she was in like this some some line of her to get slaughtered or something on the belt on the whatever. Uh, I think it was Justice League, the cartoon. And uh, yeah, seems oddly familiar. One of the trickster villains was like, "All right, you have to save her somehow." And the way that he saves her, I remember, is he sings a song. So Kevin oh. Conroy 
sings a song about how much he loves Diana. Oh, <laughs> and as goofy as I'll yeah, get out, and that's great. <laughs> I didn't, I seem to remember. I remember that. Wonder Woman being one of the pig cartoon characters from the like U.S. Acres or maybe Miss Piggy or something as like a toy <laughs> from McDonald's or something. Or maybe that was a Mandela effect. Thing. Maybe. It was, it was Justice League Limited. Unlimited, Unlimited. yet. And uh, yeah, it was Batman. Write, write that down. I'm going to add that in the show notes. Okay. You've got to see this, guys, if you haven't seen it before. It's like Kevin Conroy singing it's, a song. To... It was a, I, like I was like, well, it's vaguely familiar. But then mm-hmm. I looked here and I'm like, oh, my God, I definitely remember that. Um, we should just watch it like later. <laughs> Dude, I think I, I see I didn't really know much about Kevin Conroy besides him doing the Batman TV show mm-hmm. until like recently. And now he, I didn't know he's saying or whatever, but mm-hmm. um our friend Zach from Mama got him this video just released last week where he got a bunch of celebrities to tell you mama jokes. Mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy was just down for it. He just <laughs> he made up a bunch of like like beyond like grandpa jokes, not even dad jokes, like <laughs> nice. grandpa level yo mama jokes. It was like like Yo mama is so ugly or smells so bad. She made poison ivy want to put on cologne. And he paused for like a good five seconds <laughs> like of weed killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's, very- <laughs> it's funny that you're making him do it. I don't know. I feel like cameo is such a weird thing. Like- well, you can deny it. Yeah. Like half the people that like Snoop Dogg's like, oh, hell no. But <laughs> if you watch it, my favorite was Ice Cube. Yeah. yeah he, he was just, he was more expletives in correct ways than I had ever be able to comprehend. It was funny <laughs> as shit. <clears throat> he also got like uh, the voice of Master Shake, I think. On oh, on Aqua, Aqua Teen. Yeah, that, that was funny. I lo- I've been watching that a little bit on YouTube. I hate sometimes I hate watching stuff on YouTube because I know it's going to start like being in my my home or whatever when I come in. Mm-hmm. Like if I watch one thing, I'm like, crap. Now that's going to just like permeate. Like it'll be nothing but Aqua Teen Hunger Force clips. And if my, you, I'm like, dang it! If you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in YouTube, there's an incognito mode. So yeah, you I save did. Into your thing. Or like, I'll just right click it into incognito of whatever browser I'm in. Oh, it's not even browser. Like in yeah. YouTube, there's an incognito like view, so it doesn't add to your search history mm-hmm. or watch history and stuff. So it, like, I, I, is I, I, it like, easy to get to? Or you have a couple menus. It was. It's just like a switch in. Uh, like I'm pulling. It's really you can't see. I'm pulling it up here. So it's like it's just in YouTube and then turn on incognito. Oh, okay. See, that's too much to have to get to. I can just right click it, <laughs> right click incognito, and it pops up in the new screen. And then I don't have to worry about it. Uh, but I had this thing pull up here. Where did Zach release that video? Yo, mama. Okay. It's like celebrities tell yo mama jokes. Well, yeah, write that one down too, and we'll put that also in the show notes so you can see Kevin Conroy say horrible dad jokes. I think I you mean, showed it to me last week. He's he, It's funny because. He's so proud of it, yeah. and I'm proud of him because he's just embracing. He's like, I don't understand these kids, but like, let me just not be irrelevant. You know, he's just like going for it. I remember uh, Lloyd Bridges and Leslie Nielsen talking about airplane. Yeah, and uh, and it wasn't Leslie Nielsen. Who's the other guy? Peter Cullen was that? No, the other guy that was from uh, uh, mysteries. You know what I'm talking about? The unsolved mysteries guy oh, oh he was yeah, an airplane yeah. and lloyd bridges was an airplane and like the unsolved mysteries guys just not understanding airplane <laughs> like he's like why would anybody why would i say this what is going on and lloyd bridges literally had to be like it's just stupid and you're the joke like, just say it just say it <laughs> you don't have to get it i'm like but where's the jo- i don't understand the joke he's like you are the joke yeah <laughs> like just do uh, it 
I, I, this wasn't a Mandela. I actually remembered something correctly for once. Oh. So it's Petunia Pig from Looney Tunes was Wonder Woman as a oh. McDonald's toy. And she could change from like civilian Petunia to like she had like a clamshell thing. Oh my God, yeah. That added the Wonder Woman outfit. Oh, no. It was a bunch of Looney Tunes as DC heroes. When did yeah. DC, when did Warner Brothers that was, buy DC? Was so, that? Yeah, like I think. <laughs> McDonald's, right? The yeah, Tasmanian the Devil was the Flash. That yeah, was my the, favorite one yeah, when I was a kid. I remember that. I had that. the Taz. Gabrielle had the, 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 um, the Piggy. I also love how they updated the insignia. So like Daffy has like a little like rubber ducky thing on his chest. And then like mm. Taz has like a, oh, I can't, I locked my phone up. Has like a tornado. <laughs> See, I wonder like when Warner Brothers bought DC, like I remember maybe, maybe it was like around that time. And they're like, guess what? Yeah. Yeah. DC Looney Tunes. <laughs> like, Licensed. Exactly. Somebody got a paycheck. Petunia pig. That's true. I didn't, I mean, to their credit, I didn't know her name was Petunia, but I learned that there was a pig character. Well, that was from Tunes. Tiny Toons then, wasn't it? Oh, was it? No, I don't know. Wasn't it Petunia from Tiny Toons? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, Tiny Toons was Hamlet. That's what it was. Or Hampton. 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 Yeah, Hampton you're right. Pig. And he was, uh, he was like a neat freak. Yeah. He wore overalls. I don't know. I remember more about this than I do about like people. <laughs> yeah, Petunia Pig. I remember somebody's name, but Petunia Pig was Looney Tunes. It's okay. Yeah, well. I, like literally, there's like past like relationships and like friendships I've had that I can't remember people's names now, but I can remember <laughs> that there was a kid like a pig named Hampton on Tiny Tunes. <laughs> Plucky and Hampton. Plucky. Uh, Plucky Duck. Elevator go down the hole. Exactly. I remember that. Oh, uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things promotes Pariah Ferguson to series regular. If you don't know that Ooh. name, it's uh, Erica. Yeah, I, I, I never... It might be Pariah. I always thought it was Priya. I might be wrong. Oh, sorry. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I definitely didn't mean to say Pariah. <laughs> Pariah. <laughs> Wait, if anybody actually knows the... I mean, I'm sure we Google it. Yeah. Is it, uh, But she's great. Yeah. She's so funny. I mean, she's pretty funny in the show. I, I understand. I hope they don't kill her off, though. <laughs> like, that would be a sad death. <laughs> She's well, the youngest cast. Exactly. It's like, oh, this little girl. It's it would, killer. It would make sense with that attitude. <laughs> I think that's how she's that's surviving. True. That's true. She got America. I was like, you can't spell America without Erica. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was just her and the Demi Gorgon. She's like, shit. <laughs> she's like, she's no, go down. And then she just starts like beating him with like a shoe. <laughs> like, no, what? Like, Tell me what to, to crawl do. away. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. Actually, it's funny. Vince played her in uh, our. Like never ending story slash Stranger Things video with Scott Nice Wonder. Mm, nice. <laughs> Have you guys watched Lock and, Lock and Key and all? No, no, I just know it's like Stephen King's son, right? Is it? I didn't know that. I know it was a comic. Mm. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. And uh, I watched the first episode of it because my daughter's been bothering me. She's like, "You got to watch this show. You got to watch it." And I'm like, "Okay." I mean, like, I I heard of it and I wanted to watch it, but I, all right, fine, I'll watch it. So I watched the first episode the other day. And it's kind of cool. Uh, it has the uncle in the show is the guy, same guy that plays Iceman and the X Men. Mm, or so, you don't like it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mind him as Iceman or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really weird because it's kind of like it's got a kids show vibe to it, uh -huh. but it's really creepy. Uh, so it's kind of like it's really weird. It's not like Stranger Things where like it was just creepy from the get go. Mm -hmm. uh, it has like a really kids show vibe to it. And there's even some like bad acting ish kind of things that kind of reminds me like this is kind of like a Nickelodeon thing, right? But then like <clears throat> some really creepy crap happens. And you're like, oh, whoa, weird. <laughs> so mm. it's all about like this house and these keys that are in the house and they can do certain things they use with these keys for. 
the dad was like just murdered brutally and all mm. this other stuff. So <laughs> the he's material. the only one. Yeah, exactly. Light <laughs> material. Um, he's like the only one that kind of knew what was going on. I don't know. That's it's it. crazy. Huh? What, what, what network is that? On? It's Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. I'm give that a shot. Uh, you know what? I wanted to check out that. I don't even know. I think it's out now. Um, was uh, I'm not okay. I'm not okay with this. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the promos for that? No. Mm-mm. So it's the Duffer brothers and it's like the super team. It's like, let's put these two people together. Yes, <laughs> this will definitely be a success. It stars the girl that's the redhead in the new It series. Okay. The directors of the end of the the end of the fucking world, and then mm-hmm. the Duffer Brothers. Oh, okay. And so it's like two of like Netflix's like bigger shows, mm-hmm. like together. And and this says it's adapted from a Stephen King novel. Oh, weird. So he's wrote a lot of stuff. You know, what? I didn't know until our manager, who's like he's in like regular film stuff. Um, it told us that Stephen King licenses it all licenses out his movies for like a dollar. Hmm. Uh, but the thing is, like, when you go into production, you owe like a bigger amount or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's, it has something to do with like being able to make sure like everyone has a shot, at, like filming movies. So I guess there's a lot of Stephen King franchises out there. <laughs> Weird. <clears throat> but yeah, Lock and Key was it was pretty good. Like I said, it had that still like kind of like teenish vibe to it and some things didn't really make sense like no one would ever say this no one would ever do that mm-hmm. but like it was so creepy that it was kind of it threw you off so is it a period thing or is it just now no, it's today okay yeah I, mean, like, I thought it was gonna be a period thing for a uh-huh. while but then somebody had like a camera phone and she's like uh-huh. oh well i guess it's today <laughs> so maybe it's just that we're old now <laughs> that's the man like you know me and vince are in the social media world and stuff whenever we hang out with tiktokers i'm like i understand half what you said yep <laughs> somebody called somebody a simp the other day and i'm like what what's simp what's like simple on? yeah i guess that that's what it kind of means it's like you're you're a simple person or yeah there's a there's a secondary like thing for it but i, I think all the kids are using that as all gotcha. the kids are using it <laughs> as you know you're simple you're a dork we're just did you see we just sound old did you yeah. see the marketing for green day's latest album Mm, I saw like one thing where it's like no hip hop, no this or it's that. It's like no trap beats, no Swedish songwriters, no features, mm-hmm. no trap beat, yeah, you know, all this stuff. Um, and like they're just getting eviscerated by everybody because they're like, "This is such cringy marketing." It's just funny because I feel like they've done the opposite in the past. This well, album has a sample on it from Gary Glitter. Okay, so. <laughs> and then Blink One Eighty Two, which is up right up the same alley, is like doing the complete opposite where they're having like DJs and stuff like they're yeah. doing songs and stuff together. Well, so. The only reason I brought that up was because, <laughs> um, uh, you know, the, not even super young, like people like just a few years younger than me mm-hmm. are like on YouTube and stuff. It's like, I just say they're, they're all, they all preface it by 10 minutes of like, I love green day. I would die for them. Even like with this album, I'd go on stage with them and take selfies and stuff. But this marketing was just so cringy. It just screams of like that scene with like the old guys, like what up young hip kids. You know? <laughs> Buscemi, right? Yeah. He's like, hello, fellow oh, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it just screams that, like, yo, what are the kids saying these days? You know? Because <laughs> it also has, like, the last line is, like, 100% uncut rock. Yeah. And then, like, the logo, it, like, implies it's, like, lines of Coke. Yeah. Like, oh, all I know that. Stuff. It, that. It doesn't say it all right, but it's just, like, white powder, like, formed into the letters. Yeah, I know? don't think it'd be the other way around, not in trying to get the kids, but trying to get people that are like, I want real rock. I don't want all that kid stuff. Yeah. I don't know. At least, I, I think the... The culminating like uh, understanding though is like what makes rock cool is not saying that it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, not talking about how rock and roll you are. Gosh, it was funny though because the same day that I read about that marketing stuff, we ran into a friend's friend who actually works on that PR. Then I found out that I, we were working with them too. Anyway, 
We're like, so what do you do about the negative backlash? She's like, I just deleted all those emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just deleted it. Nice. Anyway, what's next? Oh, gosh. We got a couple things we're going uh, yeah, to wrap it here. up. Yeah. Uh, Snake Eyes just wrapped. Oh, which wow. is weird. Like, I only saw one picture, mm-hmm. and that's it, hmm. you know, from the whole deal. You know, I meant to say this a couple times now, but like, I kind of miss, as much as, like, I like seeing stuff ahead of time, that's the reason we have this podcast and everything, mm-hmm. I kind of miss when movies just, like, happen. I mean, that's talking about a, like, okay, boomer moment, you know? Yeah. For me, it was just like, man, I do miss, like, you know, there was duds, like, when we went to see Mortal Kombat Annihilation, we were so excited, and then it was a dud, but then there was way cooler times when, like, like this, the Snake Eyes movie. What yeah. if it comes out, we don't see anything, and then the first day it comes out, we're like, this is awesome! You know, like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is a different world. I, I feel like at the same time, though, like whenever you watched any movie mm-hmm. at your, whether at a theater or at <clears> home, <throat> you got a billion previews. Yeah, yeah. So like with previews, but I mean, not like leaked photo on photo set, and mm-hmm. you know, like um, cast. I fi- I know it was out there, but you know, as a kid in the middle of Indiana, yeah, we were lucky if we figured out the main cast from you know Game Pro magazine or something. Yeah, like that, well, I mean, know? there's a lot of magazines at the time, yeah, but if you didn't have that, yeah. So it was just kind of like there was a little bit more mystique around the movies until you actually saw it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so th- there were previews, but also there was—I feel like there was only like one or maybe two previews per movie. Like mm-hmm. Now we're getting like what, like Mulan, oh final, second update, final, absolute final yeah, the trailer. Literally is, thirty minutes of previews before the last movie. I saw. Yeah, access now is ridiculous. But like every trailer is like titled like a music producer titling like track names, mm-hmm. you know, like final, final, cup, final, access, final. 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because, like, I thought we had the last of, it was either Mulan or Onward. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they were, like, final trailer two. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what happened to the first final trailer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. I feel like that doesn't bode well, though. I mean, if they're not releasing a lot of information. Either they're that's stupid I mean, yeah. in the marketing or they're not really 100% behind the movie. That's, that's what I mean. Though. Like, it it's... Before it was just because of like it was expensive yeah. to do that. Now it's just like if they're not putting marketing out there, it means it's a bad movie. Um, you know, like when they won't allow people to talk about it and stuff. But I just kind of miss like when it was just like we just kind of got surprised and most of the time it was pretty good. You mm-hmm. know, like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird to me that the, that you would not do any kind of marketing. Like I said, there's I only saw one photo and it was like a photo of him uh, in like black and white and he's walking up like an old monastery kind mm-hmm. of stairs or whatever it was and that was it hmm. i'm so mixed about because i'm so happy it's henry golding mm-hmm. but also like i know that he's just gonna have his helmet off the whole movie yeah <laughs> there'll be like one shot at the end with it on like that'll be it yeah like he doesn't actually get a black suit at all until the very end yeah <laughs> i mean that's a little bit similar probably with the cyclops thing or anything like that where like oh no the, the actors need you need to see their eyes it's like but their characters they need to have their character stuff on <laughs> i'm just gonna put this out there if anybody agrees if you don't if you don't just tell me the f off but like i i, I want like a superhero movie where it just starts in the middle of a battle <laughs> yes everybody's like been that way for 10 years and then we just go from there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to see an X-Men movie where, like, they're in the middle of days of future past. Mm. <laughs> and then maybe we find out. We all know how Wolverine started. It doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> oh let's, let's just move forward. I want to see everybody where they are not getting there. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Oh, Gremlins is going to... Uh, they brought on the original director for the first two movies. Nice. 
Oh yeah, it's a series oh. that brought on. Yeah, I think the he, director of the first two movies. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And so I don't know. Like I, I don't know if that's a good thing. Like or if they're like we need to do something different. <laughs> what they were doing. <coughs> I don't know. This a, the secret of the Mugwise. Supposed to be a, a prequel. Secrets. Supposed to be more about the uh, the old not? Asian man <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, that's good. That's bad. That's good. <laughs> exactly. Frogert. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I haven't read Frogert. <laughs> no one likes it here. <laughs> so this actually kind of illustrates a little bit of my point about like seeing too much ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Is um, we don't know what that means, and it could just mean it could go either way. You yeah, because like um, this is kind of about a different property, but I think it's Lizzie McGuire is coming back to Disney Plus. No oh, weird. And there was this big news about like the showrunner left after the first episode, so everything's at a screeching halt now. You know, and I don't know anything about the original show. I've Having the peripheral, because I think it was the 2000s, right? So we were in college or something. Yeah. So it was in the peripheral. I knew it existed and vaguely what it was about. It's but I, like I, Cheetah Girls years or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if I've, I may have watched one. Of, I don't know. I don't know how much I've watched of it, but I don't remember very much from it. Um, but I read later, the showrunner did the same thing with the original series. Huh. They were on for the first episode and then quit, or first couple episodes and then quit. So they're like, but it still ended up being like, you know, like a historic series. So what does that mean for this? You know, yeah. and then you you think of like, you know, every time George Lucas gets to revise Star Wars, is that necessarily for the better? You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if it's a if it's something that's like like when Lizzie McGuire started, like it's nothing, like no one really you know knew about mm-hmm. it at the time. That's one thing to where like, okay, we're switching somebody out right now just to hurry up because something happened or they're leaving or whatever. But like when you have a series that has a name, they have marketing behind it, mm-hmm. and then that, then that person is like out of here like in the first episode then you start to think like okay what's going well, on behind what, the scenes oh yeah but well, that's what i mean though is like the new series with lizzie mcguire i guess mm-hmm. they did the same thing yeah but i'm saying like i feel like it's worse for like if it's already, already established. Uh, established like product mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little bit worse for that person good. to kind of take off at least in my eyes yeah yeah but anyway all that to say like i'm like we don't know what that means but like to everybody it means <laughs> something a little bit different you know yeah Maybe to me, it's like, oh, that's great because the original vision's there. But somebody else would be like, they might Lucas this. We don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm pretty positive it's going to be like a CGI thing. Um, Why not? <laughs> I mean, it'd be better anyway, but for well, them to do it. But I guess it's a show. Be- thumbnail looks like it's going to be like yeah. an animation or something. Yep. And how cool, though, would it be if it was just like a Muppets, like a Henson <laughs> Studios, like. Type thing. I know that would Henson. be sweet. I know it wasn't Henson. I don't think that the, uh, the Henson's the original Mogwise. I don't know if they didn't like something like that. You know, it was animatronics or something. Yeah, I know it's not going to be. I mean, but, we, I recently watched it with my girls, and I still love it. It's still a great mm-hmm. movie. I guess the hopefully the ba- whole Baby Yoda thing proved that like it can work. Yeah, on the serialized TV show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Yeah, that was, um, that's like a ton of stuff. That's a lot of information. I have like two pages worth of stuff. <laughs> Jeez. We're, we're over an hour. About an hour. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to RLX for uh, upgrading us and for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. And uh, I guess if you want more information, we'll probably put a link to their website or something mm-hmm. in the show notes. Definitely. And uh, They make sound stuff. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen pictures of a studio? The foam on the walls is probably theirs. Or someone trying to copy theirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, guys. All right. I'm waiting for Vince to be like, right. uh, just like <laughs> trying to finish writing all this. Um, <clears throat> and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>